The Hurling Podcast is brought to you by the Enniscorthy Credit Union, where you can join and apply for a loan on the same day. With great interest rates and special rates for car loans, green car loans and education loans. Check out their website at enniscorthycu.ie. The Enniscorthy Credit Union. Local, loyal and lending. Loans are subject to approval. Terms and conditions apply. If you do not meet the repayments on your loan, your account will go into arrears. This may affect your credit rating, which may limit your ability to access credit in the future. Enniscorthy Credit Union Limited is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Catch, touch and bang. Dara is a fantastic coach and um, some really, really exciting uh, young players coming through. Um, so there's an awful lot to be uh, excited about Max really the moment. I listen to dancing at the crossroads there about three or four times a week in the car on the way down just to get myself. <laughs> <laughs> Tony is like the party, uh, as we well know. Then we had Billy Byrne, who was going to come in to be the game chair. And we had to put a high ball in from the middle of the field. And Billy Byrne's job was to catch, touch and bang. Catch, touch and bang. Oh, there's no rules. This guy just grabbed the ball, threw it up in the air and then hit it. Most importantly, I'd like to thank you, the people of Wexford, who stuck with us through take and take. Come on, Wexford! Hello and welcome to the Wexford Hurling Podcast. Wexford travelled to Cork on Sunday, needing a reaction after suffering the heavy defeat to Clare two weeks ago. Despite being beaten by two points, I think we got it, Ben, did we? Yeah, we got a good reaction. Just un- unfortunately didn't get the victory, but every player, you know, gave everything in this game. Yeah, and a couple of leaders stood up, which is what we had talked about in the in the previous episode of the podcast. Yeah, there was some serious leadership there. Lee Chin and Matt Hannan were huge on the field. Yeah, hopefully the the injuries, especially to Matt Matt's ankle, didn't look great. Hopefully that's not going to be too bad. Before we get started, can I just confirm, Ben, that you haven't been posting any criticising tweets about the government recently or anything like that? I confirm. Oh, good. Me either. Uh, we should be safe enough to continue. So we're joined this week by former Wexford and Cork manager John Myler and the free-taking sensation from Monagir, Ed Rowson. Ed, how important was it that Wexford, despite the loss, how important was it that Wexford responded with a good performance? Yeah, Ben, look, uh, being at the match and there was a very poor crowd at it, a very small Wexford crowd, I thought. But, you know, you could see from the warm-up, the Wexford were definitely up for this game. After the disappointment of two weeks ago, you know, uh, I think Wexford tried really, really hard. But then again, you know, Lee Chin and Matthew Hannon were outstanding and they weren't playing against Clare. And just on the Clare game, you know, in the last few years, three of our best backs have been... Paddy Foley, Liam Ryan, and Matua Hannon, and the size that they bring to it, and the physicality. I thought uh, we had none of them against Clare. I thought two of them made a huge difference yesterday. Uh, Matua Hannon, obviously, in the backs, and Lee Chin in the forwards. Do you notice that the, the importance of having leaders back on the pitch, John? Yeah, look, it, it, it was quite obvious when. Um, Matthew Hanlon went off there injured with a, an ankle injury, I think. And then Cockett put Harnady on the edge of the square. And the one guy you don't want on the edge of the square in the last few minutes uh, would be Harnady. And, you know, he broke the ball down for Bazang to get a goal. So, look, um, you know, Wexford needed the key players. Um, Cork were already qualified for the quarterfinals so whatever. And Wexford needed a better performance than what they had against Clare in Wexford Park. Um, you know, and then... 
been five points up midway through the second half. Jack had a shot saved by uh, Collins in the goal, and then Chin missing the 65 or small little things like and you know that Wexford could have got out of it with two points. But look, I think a lot of teams are just focusing really on the league or on the championship, and uh, you know going through the motions really in the league this year. Um, and a lot of games are. You can't read too much in. You can't read too much out. There are a lot of the cock players are injured and they'll be available now and they'll get game, good game time for the semi-finals coming up. Was there any risk for Wexford in, you know, putting out, like they, they had been doing a lot of experiments throughout the league and you could really see bringing in Matt and Lee and probably even starting Connor McDonald when it looked like he might have had a knock. It was obviously targeting this match for a performance, but was there risk in that going to Cork in case there was no, the performance didn't come? Yeah, but you you go back and you look at the Clare game and, and uh, you ask yourself questions then after Clare put up a big score against Wexford and that knocks the confidence. It knocks, you know, the real confidence out of the team that we can't compete with those and some guys didn't stand up against Clare and then you're coming to Cork, you know, and Corker had a very... I would say a very mobile team yesterday. I put it that way. Very skillful, but very mobile and fast. Connor Cahillan, Kingston and those. They're extremely quick and extremely fast. Jack O'Connor as well and some of those. So Cork were trying out for this again yesterday, knowing that if they beat Wexford, they qualify for the semi-final of the league. And then, you know, Fitzgibbon, Coleman, those guys and Huggy and Lahan can come back for the, for the semi-final because... You know, coming up in a month's time, you got the Munster Championship. So, and and Cork don't have, Cork don't have a first round game in the Munster Championship, which which is huge. It doesn't give them impetus then going into the second round. So Cork will use the league then to try and win the league. And you could see after the game yesterday, Cork were kind of doing a small bit of fist pumping, and uh, you know that they had beaten Wexford and and uh, you know you know qualified really for the semi final, but. Wexford, you know, should have closed out that game, really. And, and you know, when Jack took the shot and Colin saved and then missing the 65, it would have just put him five, six points up. And, you know, what Matt O'Hanlon going off was a huge loss on the edge of the square. And, um, you know, he, he would have been there for that, you know, last three that dropped in around the square that Harnady broke to Bazang, you know. Yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even the goal for Harnady. He had, he had caught a ball to give out to Kingston, I think, for a point. He broke the ball for Jack O'Connor, Cork Jack yeah, O'Connor's yeah, equalizing yeah, point, yeah, and then yeah, he broke the ball yeah. for the goal. But he's so. the only he's the only Cork player really over the last few years that that will individually win a puck out, or yeah. in, individually catch a ball in the air. And you know, when I saw him going to the edge of the square, I said anything comes in there he will catch it or he will try and catch it and of course he broke it down to Bozang you know who just you know what I mean um, and I think if Matthew was there that, that would have been prevented but uh, look you know his injuries I hope it's not serious from a Wexford point of view but um, you know Hannity um, was going to be a problem there you know It didn't look good when he was hobbling off being carried by two fellas you Yeah sitting in, No no, I just heard. I it's haven't an heard anything yet. No, <clears throat> just heard it's an ankle ankle problem. You know, I think I think John will agree. I think the difference yesterday was Cork brought on players to replace players yeah. that were playing poorly, whereas yeah. Wexford brought on players to replace our best players that were injured. And you know, John was manager in all seven and all eight. We played Cork in Cork Creve twice, 
in that spell, John. You remember all yeah. seven and eight? Yeah. And you remember Cahill Nocton came on and scored one two in all seven. And yeah. in all eight, uh, it was Ben O'Connor and John Gardner came on yes. and Patrick Morgan came on. Yeah. And we actually lost both them games by two points as well. And we're sort of carbon copies of yesterday's game because uh, Darren Stamp and I think Keith Roster went off and one of them injured, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but Cork have a... They've won the last two, or not the last two, they've won two All-Irelands, under 20 All-Irelands, and they've right. a huge talent of... of uh, they've a huge pool of talent. They're not up there with Hogby and Lahan and and um, and uh, Harnady in the sense of, of 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 their experience and their capability, but they're they're not far off. And, and the likes of like we brought Jack O'Connor into the panel in 2018 and against Limerick in the All Ireland semi final, and he's been around the panel for five years. So a lot of those players have 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 two under twenty All Irelands and and they've minor All Irelands, so they're used to success. And they've been in the system. Tommy O'Connell was with us at under 15, under 16. Then he wins two under 20 All-Irelands. Niall O'Leary, you know, Rob Downey and those. And then um, Pat brought on uh, guys yesterday that would close out a game. Uh, like mm-hmm. even Alan Cadigan for the last five minutes, Ed, would, yes. would, you know what I mean, um, would have been a huge asset And bringing on Jack O'Connor and, you know, the, the, if if you have that amount of players and that quality of players and to close out games, um, it's hugely important. And you know wh- where you need the depth of 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 your bench, you need five subs to come on. But it's it's making a difference when they come on. That's the key thing. Like Bozang getting the goal, and you know what I mean. He's been floating around cock panels for five six years as well. Like so, you know. It does it speaks volumes for like we were talking against Clare how many Wexford were missing and, you know, not to be making excuses, but it was kind of the excuse to be missing seven or eight potential starters and a lot of them being leaders. But then you look at Cork against Wexford and they were missing probably six, seven starters as well. A lot of them yeah, leaders yeah, when you look yeah, at yeah, but uh, the, Hoggy, the, the problem, and The problem there will be like that, you guys that have won their four league matches with Cork and then Fitzy, Hoggy, Lahan and all those are coming back and Tim O'Manny is coming back. And what do you do? Um, do you do you hold on to the young fellas, or do you integrate the older fellas like Tim and Fitzy and Mark Coleman and Hoggy and Lahan? So you are going to play Lahan and you are going to play Hoggy. Robbie Offlin as well. And uh, yeah, Robbie has been injured for a while. But but you you'll you'll be bringing those back in. But you'll need to test those young fellas then in the league semi final that you could be coming up against Limerick, or you could be coming up against Galway or Kilkenny or whatever. And and uh, like I know today that Kilkenny were saying like that they need extra games to sort themselves out really before yeah. the Leinster Championship. And that's, you know, they're, they're using those games and but they have fierce numbers down here. And, and that's that's a huge asset. Like, you know what I mean? To have Lee Chin back was obviously huge. What did you make of his performance, Ed? Oh, I thought he was outstanding. It, uh, it was interesting to see Donald O'Grady picking Shane Kingston as man of the match. <laughs> Like, uh, I thought there was only one man in the match. I thought it was a no contest. I thought Chin was just outstanding. Uh, apart from the five points from play, his leadership, he, he's ferocious in the tackle, you know, and he, he never gets knocked over. Uh, the only time he did get knocked over was for the last goal, and I'd say that was definitely a free into Wexford, but uh, it was a 9 out of 10 performance from Chin. What a player. 
but but you need more with a mid. You know, you you, yeah. you need more players with a mid. You know, like oh, I, yeah. I, was, I was surprised I saw Rory coming on, and uh, you know what I mean. Unless he's been injured lately, but yeah. you know, um, you know what you're going to get when you're coming down here and you're you're playing away from home. You're playing in Parking Keep, and it's a fantastic stadium, a fantastic pitch, and young lads love the speed of the cock bears like so you know what's coming before you come down and I was surprised to see Rory you know I'm, I'm not aware of beans and notes of the Wexford panel and um, but uh, you know he would have been a big asset in the start if he was fit you know mm. he didn't look that sharp now struggled to get into it a bit I'd say he hasn't played since last July you know he's only played five minutes for the Martins since last July so it's going to take him a few Games to get back, you already needed game time. But that will be yeah. all forgotten about, you know, your your oh, your no. your four matches, five matches in the Leinster Championship. That'll be forgotten about because, you know, you know, Kilkenny and Galway are going to be extremely competitive. I I, I don't know where Dublin are at the moment, really. I, I they were poor yesterday against um, Kilkenny, and um, you know, so. Um, Wexford are going to have to compete with Kenny and Galway and, and you know there's three places there and you know you need to be there thereabouts with those two and beat Dublin and, and um, you know We have to go to Parnell Park is the tough part I suppose It's not the best place in the world to be going I, I don't know why Dublin don't play their matches in Crow Park I really don't um, I've never liked Parnell Park uh, I've never liked it. It's 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 lopsided. It's it's not great pitch to be honest. Um, oh, it's football pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's lopsided. I played college matches there years ago with Garmison, but I, look, Wexford have got to go there, as Ed said, and 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 win a hard, tight, tough game. But I think Dublin are struggling, and um, they really do. And um, you know, Wexford should be able to turn them over. But like what Ed is saying there about Rory not playing much. You know what I mean? You're going to have to have your key players there turning up against Dublin, you know. And that's momentum as well coming into those matches that, you know, as what Kenny Ling was saying there about getting extra games in the league and Pat Ryan is saying that this morning about Cork as well, like that they're they're delighted to get extra games going into the league, champ- going into the Munster Championship here, you know. They all say what suits, won't it? But, but you're all under pressure, like, you know what I mean? You're only there for two years, and if you don't provide the goods, you're, you're gone, because somebody else is going to come in. And, you know, Dara is, Egan is in his second year in Wexford, and you're expected to produce, um, you know what I mean? The previous manager was there five years, you know what I mean? So Dara has to produce this year. You won't get you won't get three years anymore, because people want results, and that's, that's the way it works. Yeah, like on Dara, he, he did say on Wexford's approach to the league that we felt that it was important that we approached it a small bit differently, I think, to last year when they won all their their group games. He said, the age demographic of our squad, a lot of our top players are hitting 29, 30, 31. They don't need to be killing themselves in November, December. So we brought them back a bit later this year and we felt that that was the right thing to do. We're hoping that they'll be absolutely firing injuries aside for the end of April. That's the plan. The proof will be in the pudding. So I suppose that's that's the risk he's taken. And results-wise, not paying off in the league. But then, as is, as has been said, all will be forgotten if we if we can yeah, but you're, out you're, in the championship. You're, you're, you're four or five weeks out from the championship now. And you know what I mean? And, and as you said there, Matthew went off yesterday. And, yeah. and you don't know. And I say, well, so if Matthew was off, then who goes full back? Ryan is missing Potty Foley like... 
what Ed said about Rory, you know what I mean? These are things you, any manager doesn't want those, whether club or county, you don't want those questions. You know what I mean? You want a full, healthy, fit panel. That's really what you want. And momentum is key, you know, and because you have the four matches over five Sundays in the Leinster Munster Championship and it's momentum going into it. Jesus, I, I had two years here with Cork in, the, in, the, in that series down here. And, um, you know, one Sunday, the game is over and then you have six days for the next match. You need momentum. You need confidence going into those games. And that's the key point, really. If we need confidence, where, where are we going to get it from? Are we, are we going are to you? get it in Limerick next week? <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, I've I, I, I watched Limerick um, in their games and, and bar the last 10, 15 minutes against Cork here, they've, 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 they've been good. Galan was back at the weekend. Things have calmed down in Limerick with him back, and uh, you know they'll have a full strength team out. And I think they're going for four in a row. They're more serious this year about the league than that than they were last year. But um, you know that, that it's going to take something to stop them. You know. In terms of a game plan, Ed, we had Andrew Shore was on after the Clare game, saying like for that Clare game, he didn't see much of a game plan from Wexford. Was there more of an obvious game plan that you noticed at the weekend? Oh, definitely there was, you know, Dermot O'Keefe dropped back in the hole, like, you know, he had a very good game. I, I watched it back tonight on te- television. He got he got a serious blow there. It was a it was a dead leg. He's going to be sore for the next few days. Mm. It was a real knee into the into the leg, but uh, they definitely used the ball better. But their intensity was better yesterday, you know. You can have all the game plans you want if you're if you're not uh, bringing a physicality to it. And let's be honest, we didn't do it against Clare. But I thought we'd done a lot better yesterday. Though. You could see from the get-go the Wexford were serious about this game, you know? And in terms of intensity, John, is, is that up to your leaders to set the tone early to, well, to no, keep the up, intensity it's, going? It's, it's up to your manager to set it, but it's up to the players to set it as well. And that's mm. that's the one thing I've always admired about Kilkenny. No matter who, okay, Cody's been there for years, like, but, you know... Kenny will set the intensity because they set it themselves. The players set it themselves, but the manager must drive it. And Ed is talking there about there was no intensity against Clare. That's fine. Like, Cork didn't have intense players yesterday on the field. They have young, mobile, athletic players. They're very skillful. You're coming up against Limerick next Sunday. Um, that's a different level of intensity because they will swarm the middle third. And if you don't shift and move the ball against Limerick and move it from side to side, you cannot go through the middle with Limerick. You must go side to side and you must break their half-back line, Hannon and Morrissey and Dermot Bunn. You have to go beyond them. You have to get them turned. If you don't turn them, they'll absolutely um, kill you with, with the physicality, the strength and the intensity of their of their work rate. That's, that's, that's where they get it. They get it in the middle of the third and they dominate there. Um, so Wexford have got to match that um, really you know, can we? Like you can always do. You can always do anything. I go back to two thousand and nineteen. We were beaten by Tip down the park here, and we went up to play Limerick, and we tore into them. Um, absolutely tore into them, and and uh, you 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 know it's 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 a fight for survival in a way next 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 Sunday, and you know um, tear into them. Are you? Are, I actually love Tim Rich um, because you know what's coming. You know what I mean? They're big, strong men, but they can hurl as well. They remind me of Kilkenny four in a row team. And, um, but you must keep them turning. Uh, if you don't turn them, 
they'll come at you. Uh, and don't be hand passing or short play in the middle third. That's critical. We did probably, obviously the problem, one of the problems two weeks ago was going short with the puck out and then running out with seemingly no no idea what to no, do with no, it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. went longer yesterday. Would that have been the plan beforehand or maybe would have conditions just said, it's too wet here, we'll go long more often? Well, it, it depends on your target, man. It, it depends on who you're hitting. Like if, if, if you Jack O'Connor there, you can go along with it. But if you have, you know, more mobile, smaller players on, uh, in, in the forwards, it's difficult to go that. But you can go the short puck out if you're going to get some guy that's going to come out of the fence and carry it. Like I would have been critical of Downey yesterday, uh, the two Downies in a way, you know, it, it, Pa was poking the ball out to him short and then they would go and they were only breaking. They weren't even breaking the Wexford half-back line. Whereas Niall O'Leary will come out with it and keep coming. Um, if, if you go short with the puck out, you have to break their half-back line. Then you have to get it over them. Um, you know, you have to get it over them. Make them turn. That's critical. Uh, and it'll be critical because you burn Morrissey and uh, uh, Declan Hannon and the half-back line. They're huge men. Like, so, you know... Um, you gotta you gotta do that really, you know. So that's the main thing. If you go short, you have to work it up past the half back line and then yeah. go along to go over their half back line into the full yeah. forward line. Yeah. You have to avoid dropping back. Yeah, I, I, I go back to the the 2018 Munster final. We were playing Clare and 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 Clare for whatever reason their full forward line went on to the 45 and um they allowed Colm Spillane and Damien Cahillan to come out with the ball. The two boys come out to about 50 yards and did dropped every ball on the edge of the square. There's a difference between the ball dropping on the half-back line and, and the ball dropping on the square. But you, you have to be able to do that quickly and do it with, you know, make the right decision coming out with the ball. And that the fellas have to show for the ball as well. Young Downey, I was listening today and there was a Cork, I can't remember what the fellow's name was, saying that young Owen Downey is probably not physically developed just enough, just yet. Yeah. And... Conor McDonald got injured early, but even though while he was injured, he caught a great ball and stuck it over the bar. Yeah. Had he been fit, would would that have been something that he could have started dominating? Yeah, young Downey is a good player. No, he's only he's under eight, he's under twenty again this year. But the two of them are Glen Rovers, and they're hard. Even even Rob now is is six foot five, whatever. He's not fully developed either. You know, he, he's like a thinner version of, of Hegarty or Garod, uh, Garod Hegarty or Kyle Hayes. But they're they're strong characters and they're strong men. And you know what I mean? They're good hurlers. Um, but McDonald definitely would have caused them problems in a way. You know what I mean? But you must then be able to bring on, you know, if, 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 if you take off a, or a player goes off injured, you must have somebody to come on who's, you know, equally as good as if not better. And and that's what Cork had yesterday. What Ed said there a while ago, Cork had subs to come on yesterday and make a difference, and that's critical. No, I do think even though we were, you know, we were struggling for that, I did think Mikey Dwyer did quite well coming on for McDonald. Would you agree, Ed? Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say that Mikey played really well and worked really hard himself and. Rory Higgins were on their own in the full forward and they played in front of one another, you know, and they worked really hard. Rory got a few blocks and hooks in and scored two points. Mikey did likewise. He scored two points. So the, so both of them can be very happy with their game. And I was surprised to see Rory Higgins come off, but maybe 
maybe he, he was tired now, you know, because it's a, as we all know, it's a hard game inside when you're playing two inside, you know, you, you're, you're covering a lot of ground and you're working really, really hard. He's probably a fellow we will probably see in championship this year. I don't think he's played championship before, has he? Oh, no, he hasn't played championship, but I think, I think he will be used this year. Yeah. Were you impressed by the under twenties at the game beforehand? Yeah, look, sure. It was a practice match at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, uh, Cork went eight points up at one stage and Wexford got six points in a row. You know, Wexford finished strong in that game, but it was a practice match at the end of the day. We can't be getting too uh, hyped up about uh, practice matches. You know, there wouldn't be a word about that match only for it was in Parky Creek before the National Horror League. But uh, actually, it's quite a good idea. And I think the GA should do more of it. You know, you take the match against Galway in the senior championship. Well, the night before, we're playing Galway in the under-20. I think it'd be a good idea to have the two of them on together, particularly when you can't play both grades. Now, you know? I think that one is supposed to be in a neutral venue. All right. Okay. Because minors play Galway at 12 o'clock as well, Ed. So. I know, yeah. I, I wasn't allowed in, but uh, I could see bits of it, yeah. And the it Cork under-16. And the Cork under-16 played at half-seven on the 4G pitch. So oh, it was, geez. it was four matches last. Right, there's plenty of hurling going on, but um, just uh, on the under twenty, you know, I just noticed yesterday uh, Simon Roach was playing cornerback for Wexford, and under the new rules now, Simon Roach is allowed to play with Oshin Pepper, who played senior intercounty last year, and Simon Roach will not be allowed to play for his club this year in junior, intermediate, or senior. It's it's. It's a crazy decision, I think. You know, if you're good enough, you're old enough. Yeah. Uh, Sean, Sean Rowley, uh, Killian Bourne from Federer. I'm sure Federer would love to have Killian Bourne, you know, to play intermediate Ireland. He could be the difference between them winning or losing intermediate Ireland. Yeah, he looks a great prospect. Yeah. What, what level would that Cork under-20 team be, John? Like, I, I thought it was... a even enough game, Cork boy. Nah, there's, there's fellas missing. There's just there's, there's fellas missing. Um, ben O'Connor is missing. Ben, ben O'Connor is playing in the in the rugby final here tomorrow. Yeah. Christians and plays, and then Ben Cunningham is missing. Um, so they're they're two huge assets really in terms of you know forward. Ben O'Connor would be wing back or midfield. Cunningham would be wing forward. You know they're two huge um, losses there to Cork. You know, but Cork can. Ben O'Connor and Curran and those, they've been, you know, playing a lot of challenge matches as well. And, um, you know, so they have a lot of work done there with the under-20s, you know. Okay, so they're much better than us with strength. No, I didn't I didn't say that. I'm, I'm, I'm surely Wexford would have fellas missing as well. But but Ben O'Connor is a serious, he's a serious athlete. Um, you know, whether he goes rugby or goes hurling, you know what I mean? I believe Leinster are after him. Uh, for rugby, um, Ben Cunningham will be wing forward. Um, he'll be on the freeze. He's had a great year with the bars and that, and he got injured there in the one of the matches. I think it was Limerick. I'm not sure uh, in the league um, or the second match. Um, so Cunningham would be a huge asset there. Uh, you know. Yeah, I suppose it was. You can't really tell much from practice match whether we won or not. But I, I, well, I you don't know. You 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 don't know what the opposition have or, or haven't got unless you know your like details inside out or you'll know the team. Uh, like I'm involved with the 16s here and we had uh, we had two challenge matches on Saturday against Tipperary. Like 
I don't know their setup, and you know what I mean. We have players involved with the minors. They have players involved with the minors. So look, you don't know, you know, GA or hurling is uh, is based on the championship really, and yeah. they lost turnout for the championship. You know, so there's there's a lot of talk. There's there's been a lot of talk on that and on the league and. It only being the league, and is there something that needs to be done about it? What What do you think yourself, John? Is, is in? I am in disappointed. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm really disappointed, and I'm disappointed with a lot of commentators as well who are critical of the league. And um, Alliance has been sponsoring national hurling football leagues for forty years now, and they put in a substantial amount of sponsorship, amount of money, amount of resources into the GAA each year, and you can't have people going out criticizing the league and saying the league is this, the league is that. Um, and it's not good publicity for the GA in terms of, of sponsorship and that. And Allianz should be respected more in terms of what they've put into the leagues over the last 40 years. Um, and I think they deserve more credit. Um, yeah. And, you know, I suppose Waterford really upset the apple cart last year because they were absolutely flying in the league. And then the wheels came off. So everyone now is saying this year, forget about the league and just have your wheels on for the championship, but uh, look, look. Um, I think a bit more respect has to be shown to the league. Really. And is is, I mean, I I can understand why why the commentators and why the media are saying that because the management are coming out and saying it themselves. Like I think Pat Ryan after the bet Limerick in the first round of the league basically said it's not about today. I mean that's a, that's a great win against the All Ireland champions, but he basically said it's not about today. It's about the first round of the championship. In April, the most the most successful manager that we've had is Cody. And Cody yeah, wanted to win every game, yeah, whether it was right. whether whether it was Jesus. I remember Ed, you might remember better than me, but they came down to Exeter Park in all seven in the Welsh Cup final, yeah. and they had, they had the whole shooting gallery, Shefflin, all of them, Eddie Brennan, all of them, and and like they hate losing. Like you you think they lost the game to the end of the world. You know, so why would it be any different for anybody who, who is not successful? You know, if Wexford won a National Hurling League, w- would it set you up for the following year? Possibly, yeah. You might blood players, you might get new players. People get used to winning. Winning is a habit. You know, you, you start losing, you say, you know, you, you start losing. And what happens then is that you lose your confidence, you lose your belief in the players around you. And you, you know, you think then the manager, the management are not doing the right thing. So, Everything has a has a knock on effect. Like so, winning is a habit, and it it, it just you know it underpins yeah. a lot. Like. I think it was possibly on under Davy as well. He started to to get with when Davy was with Wex or Davy Fitzgerald. He started to get get wins against teams that he hadn't gotten a while. So yep. that gave them the belief. So if they were going to play them in the championship, at least they know they have the beatings up now because they went and did it, even if it was just the league. Yeah, yeah. I look. I if I look back on my own time here with Cork, two years, I would have focused a bit more on the league and you know to get get wins, get momentum, you know, uh, try and come into the Munster Championship, Leinster Championship with momentum, with confidence, and your players believing in you know like. You, you don't want players doubting the management or whatever, or management doubting the players, and you don't want injuries and things like that. So you got to mind players as well. You got to manage players, but you need momentum now coming into the Leinster Championship in a few weeks' time because it will be over in five minutes, and and four games 
or whatever it is, five games in Leinster, I think, and five in four Leinster. games. Yeah, and, and you know, you're not going to play well in all the five games. So you'll you'll have maybe one easy game, and then the next game, then you're hitting Galway or Kilkenny. So you know what I mean? We're under pressure here, and you don't want to pick up injuries. You know, so there are a lot of issues to to consider going into the championship. I think we have Wexford have five weeks before the first championship game. But like, does any any momentum you had or didn't have does that go out the window with a five a five week break though? No. Yeah, but five weeks is too long, too long to train. If you know what I mean, going into a championship, you probably finish the league, give them a week off, then come back in. But if you can get guys come in, and you know what Ed was saying there about. Um, or Matthew O'Hanlon and those, and having Rory in and having all those guys in ready to go and bouncing off the ground, um, you know, in that four week period of preparation. Um, but it's, it's it's a long, long time to keep fellas fresh over four weeks. Yeah, you're after you're after uh, stealing me script there, John. I agree with you wholeheartedly Sorry, about about, uh, Co- about Cody. Uh, you know, all them great managers, they want to win everything, and fair, that's why they are great managers. But the standard now is Limerick, and Limerick are wanting to win the league. So we should all strive to be as good as Limerick, and we should all strive to win the league. It's 50 years since Wexford won the league, you know, and yeah. uh, they, they were great men, all them, Tony Dorn, Mick Jacobs, and all them. So, you know, we should be trying, every county should be trying their best to, to win the league, you know. And the uh, inter county season is so condensed now, <laughs> you've plenty of time to rest in July. I, w- I would agree in that like you you go and try win the league like there's only two three competitions that you're in to mm. to, to play for um but I, I I would go back on being on what you said about Limerick being the standard bears like last year they didn't bother in the league they only bet I think did they only beat Westmead yeah. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, yeah 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 but he has that he Limerick have that luxury because yeah. of the panel that they have, right? And, you know, because of COVID and all of those issues in the last couple of years and giving fellas time off and giving fellas break, now they see as part of their history to be considered as one of the best teams. They're not the best team because that's the four in a row team um, from Kilkenny. But, you know, they're going to give this a, a, a good whack at it. They've got all the ducks lined up. Galan was back yesterday. One or two little niggles, I think, was a Hegarty or Kyle Hayes was missing yesterday. So, you know, they'll line them all up and they'll have it ready. And they've one or two found now in the league um, um, that'll come in and freshen it up. Uh, and they'll go hell for leather because the way they've looked in some of those league matches and they've taken the foot off, they took the foot off the gas against Cork in the last 15 minutes. And, you know, against Clare as well, I think, uh, you know. Um, so... They'll, be, they'll, they'll get it right. Yeah. How do you see Leinster shaping up, John? Do you, do you think? Look, I, I just, just looking at it at the moment, um, I would have been there before the game yesterday. I'd have been worried a small bit about Galway. Their farm wasn't great. Whether, you know what I mean? They were doing a heavy physical training um, at that stage, but they lost a couple of games and they came back now and beat Clare in Ennis yesterday, which is, which is a plus for them. Kilkenny or Kilkenny, no matter what time of the year it is. So Galway and Kilkenny there, and you know, I I really don't know where, as I said earlier, to I don't know where Dublin are. I really don't. I think they're just gone back, and 
Um, is Dylan retired? And I, I don't know. Uh, so I think, you know, there's a huge opportunity there for Wexford. But as I say, they'll need a bit of confidence now. And you don't want to go up to Limerick next Sunday um, and losing. You know what I mean? I think that would be a huge plus if Wexford could go up there and give a performance. Like Ed was saying that there about, you know, he saw more work rate in the park yesterday. I'd like to see more work rate now next Sunday. I'd really like to see fellas having a real cut because you've nothing to lose going up there uh, and have a real cut off in it um, and, and, you know, take take the game to them and have a go. We'll probably stick that. with a sweeper again. I'm not a sweeper, man. I'm not, you know. Yeah. What are you, a plus one? No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm neither plus one, plus two or sweepers. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, 15 fellas will bring an, an, an intensity to it. Um, so you need to bring an intensity to it and you need to play with your head against them. That's the important thing. And stay out of the middle third. Um, and that's, that's even because he and Lynch will conduct the orchestra in the middle of the field. And, and that's it. Two uh, boys will stay in the corner, Galan and uh, Flanagan will be in the corners. Um, if, it's, if it's Flanagan and Galan, he probably put the two of them in the corners. So... They just get the ball and they shift it out to the corner. That's really what they do. So, you know, but have a go, get your confidence up, and that, that would be a real boost. Real boost. Be a boost, but I, I'd nearly, you'd have to be worried again with the injuries they got. Damien Reck coming off as well. Probably our best performing defender over the yeah, last yeah, two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. But have a go. Have a go. You never know. Yeah, I suppose. Well, all you can do is have a go. Yeah. <laughs> no, go. but, but you, you have to have a go with confidence. Like, do you know what I mean? I, I, I go back to 19 again, like when we played tip down the park and they destroyed him. And I was ridiculed. And, you know, people saying like, what's he doing? What's he doing? And then we went, we made four changes. And Rob Downey was actually wing back that day and Kyle Hayes. And uh, Downey was outstanding. Like, and just fellas just had a go and had a cut. And that's it. And, you know, uh, took the game to him. But you got to take it. Uh, take the game to them but don't take it in the middle third um, and that's where they're at their strongest really now it's time to pick the hurler of the week sponsored by Boland's Wexford Ford the official Ford dealership located in Ferrybank Wexford number one for new and used cars in Ireland Boland's currently have a reduced car price promotion with a price drop on used cars so make sure and drop in and check that out so- I could do it in your car <laughs> <laughs> Uh, John, who do you think were the standout performance performers for Wexford, and, and who would you choose as your hurler the week? And I, I think what Ed said there, you know, Chin was was excellent, uh, and I thought he stood out. Just showed leadership, showed quality, took the game to Cork like, and uh, I, you know, um, an excellent player. And I think Wexford. I don't not too fond of these player of the week things and all that, but you know, I think. Wexford are probably relying on Lee too much. That's the problem. And other fellas are just standing back admiring um, how good he is and how strong he is and all that. They just got to get in there and support him more. And I think that, you know, as you said there, Mikey Dwyer, Rory, those guys, Jack, need to stand up. And, and you know what I mean? Everybody put their shoulder to the wheel now and, and get at it on, on Sunday, really. And, you know, get ready for four or five weeks' time in the Leinster Championship. That's it. Um, you know? It's going to be important to keep Lee fit. It's, it's just... His injury record is not great. Yeah, but you, you, as a manager, then you, 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 you have to manage that situation. And if he's better not training, if he's better not training, then don't train uh, and just make sure you have him for the right games. Um, not, uh, 
that's that's where a good medical, good backroom team are needed and require good physio, good doctor. Everything is vital there. Uh, it's not just about the GA manager anymore. It's about your backroom staff are, are more important than the manager at times. Yeah, we, we heard that from, from Sean Murphy from 2019, uh, or was it 2020, that he, he wasn't he wasn't able to train anymore, so he's basically just in for playing matches. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But my my young fellow was in England for a few years and playing soccer, and he would often say that, that so-and-so doesn't train. He, he just doesn't train. But put him on a pitch on a Saturday at 3 o'clock and he'd score goals. You know, so that's, you know, you need... You need the backroom management team now, uh, and that's that's critical. The manager is only the guy that puts all the pieces together. It's all the individual parts of the management team that are critical. They're vital. So you have you ever been over them. a team now, John, where there's a fellow who says this, says, oh, no, I can't train. I'll, I'll just mm-hmm. play the match. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what, what have you done? What are you looking for? Are you looking for... <laughs> And uh, there was a few beauties in Wexford, all right, yeah. You'll always get lads who, you know, want to get I, out I, of the training. And it's hard to know. Ed, Ed would fill, in, fill the two of you in on that. No, no, I can assure you, Ben, I can assure you, there was no one standing on the line watching training when Myler was over the team. I can assure you that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you've done a lot of training yourself, John Jornis. I remember you in a in a shorts one night up in Wicks or up in Patrick's Park and it's spilling rain and you were you were flying around yourself. So I don't think anyone got off with no training. But to look at look at I I came here Ed, a long time ago and I was brought up in the bars in the way in nineteen eighty and, and uh nineteen eighty and and they only ever believed in hard work Ed, and mm. you know Gerald and Charlie McCarthy and Con Roach were in charge of the team and that was just hard work like and that's all it is. It's not I the sixteens over the weekend, no one. But I'm just only telling them, you know, your attitude, your character, your honesty, they're the things I look for. So if you have honesty, attitude, character, the work rate will come. That's what you want. You know what I mean? You know the guys that'll train, the guys that won't train and um but you're it is what it is, you know. David has a new job with Hull too, does he? Yeah, um, He's gone in as an academy coach, but basically looking at 14s, 15s, 16s, 17s, they've invited him in with the under-18s as well. But the, the, he's a coach now at the Ireland under-17 soccer team, and they qualify today for the elite final in um, Hungary at the end of May. Um, they beat Cyprus today 3-2. They drew 2 all with Italy, and they beat Ukraine 3-0 in the last 11 days. He's been in Cyprus for 11 days, so... He's delighted. Okay. I was talking to him earlier on, so they're thrilled now. And yeah, it's a huge opportunity for the for the young lads. I was saying that to him as well. And huge opportunity for young lads. I, I think that I'm not sure if there are a Wexford fella there. I yeah, I just um, read something tonight. There is one, yeah. Is there? I, yeah, I there don't, is Wexford, yeah. I don't know his name, but um yeah. he, he rang me there a minute ago. They're uh, no, they're absolutely thrilled now. They're, so they're going to Hungary for uh, the 17th of May until the 5th of June but like look it's he's enjoying it and that's, that's the main thing and these exchange so, notes then for dealing with un- their unbelievable, un- unbelievable I swear to God I swear to God um, questionnaires and advice and you know what are you doing what? 
all that, you know, say, what are you doing? And he said, Dad, I, I'll give you this. And I say, yeah, look, I have something here. I'll give it to you. And, you know, we swap. And it's un there's unbelievable um, communication going on. It's unreal. Um, and he, he questions me all the time. He tells me I'm wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you? Do you tell him he's wrong? Uh, we, 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 just I wouldn't say... Similar approaches, but different. Similar, similar, but, well, it's, 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 it's different now because, you know, young fellas today are more savvy, they're more aware, they're more conscious, they're more Twitter, they're more oh, TikTok, all this stuff, and the way you talk to them, I fight, like, I can't talk to the 16-year-olds, now I have to talk to parents, you know, all those things, and we have great discussions, yeah, we have great discussions, you know, so... He'll, he'll, he'll land in Stansted at the airport now tomorrow and he'll ring me then he'll be on the phone for an hour you know so and that's good it's good great so I absolutely you know I love you so, so you're probably going to you'll be heading over to Hungary then will you sorry will you head over to Hungary for that then um I'd say my wife was looking at it tonight so it's just probably London to Budapest and to see it depends on where they hold these competitions they could hold them somewhere that you can't get access to you know what I mean if it's in Budapest then that's fine uh, but if they put it out in the country you know you, if you're up in Mayo or up in Knock or up in Donegal you know so getting up there now is a different kind of catch of fish you know uh, but I've been in queer places over the years so with them so I'm sure we can organize something, you know. So, miss miss the monster championship. No, no, no. I won't. <laughs> I won't miss Cockno in the monster championship. No. So, and would you be confident about? I mean, that monster championship is like what well, after Limerick. I don't know how anyone would call it. The next two teams. Yeah, like like I think um, I think Tipperary have. Uh, Carl has put in a lot of hard work, a lot of groundwork. Uh, he had those young lads when they rode O'Connor, Connor Bow, when they were one, two under 20 All Irelands. I don't know about Waterford. Um, Leeson is, 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 if Austin Leeson's on farm there, Waterford will sing. Um, Brian Lone is in his fourth year with Clare. Uh, and that's the Tony Kelly, you know, it becomes Tony Kelly show. Uh, then, and, and, you know, they need to take that away. I think Cork will be rejuvenated. Pat will go with a lot of the younger players, I think, but uh, they're going to find it hard, uh, you know, because they really don't have a first round game. They're going cold into the second round, and you know, it's it's look, it's it's Limerick plus two, and uh, two will be left out. So uh, Ed, pick your two, pick your plus two. I I honestly I honestly think it's going to be a minefield in Munster this year. I, I wouldn't be able to say with any confidence who would get out of it, you know. I think I think it promised to be a great monster championship. The five teams have a genuine chance of getting out of it. And you couldn't be sure that they, that you know, would you be certain that if Limerick lost their first game that, that they mightn't get out of it, you know? You just don't know. It's 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 a brilliant championship, the monster championship is. A lot of pressure, Ed though. There's a lot of oh, pressure as you, you're you're a hundred percent right. It's 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 the Waterford don't have the advantage of Welsh Park, but then that's right. Waterford might have might have a better advantage by playing in Turles because every every Munster team wants to play in Turles. They don't actually want to play at home. You, you know, it's a, it's a lovely spin to Turles. It's about an hour and a quarter in 
you know, you have your grub in, in uh, Barcelona and that, and you're three hours from there, and you're just only five minutes on the bus. So, you know, whereas down here, in the, if you're playing home matches in Cork, it's, it's, it's different, you know what I mean? But uh, look, it's, it's, it's a minefield, but Limerick will be one, uh, and you pick two from four, and that's really it. Going back to Leinster, like, are, are we naive in thinking that it's between the four teams? Like there's Antrim and and Westmead there too, and Westmead obviously showed last year that they can pull out a result. Antrim have been competitive the last two years when they've been playing against the top teams. But it's 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 the lineup of your matches. You know, I haven't got the lineup of the matches, the way the matches are played. So you 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 know you. Dublin go to Corrigan Park in the first round, and Wexford go to Galway, and then Kilkenny are home to Westmead. So that that's. That's a big that's, one for that's Dublin. That's a hard game. That's a hard game for Wexford, and you you want to come out of there with something, but then if you come out of Galway without a positive result and you're heading to Nolan Park, I don't know the fixtures. I don't have them here with me, but you 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 you're you're in a spot of bother then, you know. Where if you come out of Galway, you might fancy Antrim and Wexford Park or Westmead and Wexford Park, that, and and then get the momentum back again, like. But yeah. you need to win. The critical element in, in, in the round robin is to win your first game. It, mm. it takes a little bit of pressure off you, but it gives you confidence and momentum then going forward for the next game. And I think that's because you've only a six, seven-day turnaround. That's all. And you can't, have, you, can't have, you can't have injuries, and that's critical. Yeah. We have enough of them right now already. Well, get, get your good medical team. Get, you know, into the... I assume the um, ice chamber still in White's Hotel and or is all that changed? I don't know. But oh, get into an oxygen oxygen chamber in Ferns. Yeah, but to you know whatever is needed, whatever is required now to get these guys back out there fit and ready, that's required. Must be done. And then at the end of the day, John, as you say, you have what you have. Yeah, but you know, you just. Hopefully we have. Hopefully we have Maldo. <laughs> your head, your head is on the chopping block. Yeah. 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 Liam, Liam Ryan is another player. Like you know, he, he's a massive loss to Wexford. So when you consider, as you said at the start, Ed himself, Paddy Foley from last, like Paddy probably won't be back, but Matthew yeah. Hanlon as well. Like three, three men of size and stature and leadership, all, yeah. all gone. It's is a loss. John just mentioned Rob Downey on Garrod Hegarty. That's actually a matchup. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like six yeah. foot five. Yeah, so that's what yeah. we were missing against there. You had Peter Dogan yeah. just walking through, but we hadn't decided to stop him. You know, yeah. yeah, he wouldn't have got through if Liam Ryan had been there. I can assure you. Yeah, yeah. but you, but you'll need matchups next week, yeah. like you know. Yes, and 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 we purposely did that in nineteen. We matched, you know, we did matchups uh, and. You know, Downey, as I said, he's a good lad, like an honest, like a hard hurler enough in the thing, like, and you know, Kieran Joyce is going to be a very, very good player, John. He really yes. impressed me last yeah. year. Yeah. Some yeah. size yeah. back on him. Yeah. But there's a, there's a problem. There there has been a problem Ed in Cork for the last few years that, that there was no centre back there. That's like, right. You know, really, like in my times, was Mark Ellis, but Ellis Ellis was injured, and Ellis was five. Huge man, but Joyce, yeah. Joyce now is, is, but Joyce has come through the system with the under twenties and with Pat Ryan, so they'll swear by him, and they'll have yeah. him there. No, your your issue, your question then would be whether Coleman goes at seven or goes at midfield. You know, if he's going to be in there, 
And if Rob Downey's the other wing back, then you know what I mean. So um, there, there, there are a couple of questions. Fitzy goes into midfield probably with Tim O'Mahony, and you know, um, and then he has like Tommy O'Connell will have played four or five league matches, so that'll be a huge plus for him, you know. So and then getting Robbie or Flynn Hoggy Lahan back firing, you know. No, I think I think Joyce is going to be very good. He he, he was he was a standout player yeah, last year, and he's only nineteen. I think last yeah, year was yeah. Yeah, 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 he's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Looks yeah. Like, I think Coleman is out for the year, is he? He's got a... Oh, no, but they announced no. yesterday. No. He'd probably no. be back for the championship. No. Oh, no. right. Coleman. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Coleman probably around the time of the championship. Like, but, yeah. you know, he, he's a he's a sweet hurler. Like, so yeah. he won't really need, you know, he won't really need the hard slog of training, if physical training, if you know what I mean, because he looks after himself as well, so... Coleman is one of the lads who could get away with standing on the sideline, not training. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no, not Coleman. No, no, Coleman's a good lad. No, no, they're most of them now are good lads. Those those days are gone. A lot of it is gone. Um, I don't, I don't think you get that far these days by being no, one of those no, type no, players. No, 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 because your own players pull you up anyway. Like you know, what I mean, players won't tolerate. Thank you very much, John and Ed, for joining us. We'll see you in Parky Cave someday. He's got, He's got on a nice yeah. day, not yeah. like yeah. Sunday. Ah, sure. Look, 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 look. The the park nowadays is a is a fantastic amenity. It's yeah. it's it's unbelievable. The, the seating, you know, you can get food, you can get a drink, you can get a cup of coffee, you can go to the toilet. It's a fantastic um, stadium. It's it's. I got it. The, the only thing you can't get is two league points, John. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Ed, look. It, it, it's it's it is it's a fantastic stadium now and the oh, 4G yes. pitch like I was down there tonight at the coaching course and then like the 4G pitch is used 24 7 7 days a week like it's 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 great fantastic facility and we'll start out the 20 million but don't worry about that <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll I, get that somewhere all right I got into I the cushion started. seats now on Sunday or yesterday what? I was in on the cushion seats yeah, I, I would never allow myself to go into the cushion seats. No, why not? <laughs> no, you'll be pretending. <laughs> I just see it was dead. It was dead center, you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you need you need five other limits to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one asked me to leave anyway. What? No one asked me to leave. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, lads. Thank you. Thanks, John. Henry is the best at what he did to ever play with. Unquestionably, the best there ever was. Mike, oh, the greatest, so good. He's a magician. I'm the youngest in the 15. Uh, nine brothers and five sisters. They just stuck you in the goal then. Yeah, well, uh, a so-called goal, uh, two tar barrels. Damien Fitzhenry was the best goalkeeper I ever played, but you know, I'd say, I'd say that. Damien Fitzhenry is the best goalkeeper I've ever seen. So I'd probably, like, I'd probably say Damien. You heard, Gary, that Shane was upset. So he, Shane Tompkins is upset. So he won't be joining us. I heard something about him being upset, Jeb. And, um, well, well, can you, do you know much about it? He's very upset that basically he felt he should be in the team of the year, the hurling team of the year for 2022. 
and he blames one man. Who's that? Well, he said he's looking for Des Maiden right now. Oh, friend of the podcast, of course. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we don't hear any news. Maybe, maybe we can get the two of them on sometime and they can settle their differences. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening and thanks to our sponsor, the Enniscorthy Credit Union. Take care.